Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop, don't stop, bounce with it. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop, don't stop, bounce with it. You a good little puppy. You don't live on the street. You don't want no money. You want something to eat. Got your own water bowl. You don't need my drink. Take a shit and walk off like your shit don't stink. You your own boss. You don't need no leash. All you shot Bounce like this. Don't stop. Don't stop. I love that damn song. I love the song. I love the video. I could uh, I could watch it all day. It makes me so happy. It uh, it seriously. And I am so glad that I was able to share that with you on the video live stream. Uh, it is now burned into your brains. You will never have anything else get into your brain today. No no work will be accomplished because of puppy dog, puppy dog, bounce like this. Don't stop. Don't stop. Get with it. God. Holy moly. So I am so glad that you are here with me in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The Eric Zane Show podcast is underway after a little bit of time off. I'll be weaving my time away into the show as it uh, as it progresses. It was a f- pretty excellent amount of time to just kind of do nothing. When I say nothing, I mean, I did a lot. But it was just the same thing over and over again in the way that I relax. And for me, as of this point in time, there was a time when uh, my way of relaxing was going out on these stupid 100-mile uh, bike rides, which I still cannot believe there was a point in my life when I did that. Uh, that all changed, though, when we started camping uh, regularly and then ended up buying that piece of property off my dad. It's like, all right, now it's time to do... It's, we're supposed to be sitting by the fire eating s'mores, but do I do that? No, because, uh, I, all I, ever since I needed, well, you need firewood for that damn fire. So we go out and I get the damn fucking firewood and I'm, uh, now I, where I'm at up North, it's again, surrounded by forest. So I don't really have to bring down trees. The, the, the trees are down. There's several, there's just everywhere you turn, there's gigantic trees that have fallen over the years so i don't have to do anything more than just uh, cut those damn things up haul them out of the forest and they're cut into log size and then split them and i've gotten pretty pretty good at actually doing that uh so all right did all that and that was basically my my entire week uh eating like an idiot as you know calories do not count on vacation. I actually, I found, uh, in this shed that I have up North, this fucking glorious, uh, lodge cookware tripod. And you put this thing over a fire. So the fire burns and there's, it's all hot. And then you, you put the tripod over there and there's a chain that dangles down. And then the chain holds onto an, an enormous, a uh, cast iron Dutch oven. 
And so this is like uh, old school how to cook food. You throw a bunch of shit in the pot and then you let it cook. And man, it's I've had this thing for years and I've never even taken it out of the box. What a mistake that was because, all right, um, you know, the fire's hot as hell. I put the thing over it and I decide I'm going to make chili. So I, uh, I, I hang the cast iron from the chain and it's over the, over the fire. And, uh, I throw two pounds of ground beef in it and I've got this little chili station to the side of this open fire. And I, uh, I, I cut up, uh, two whole white onions, dice them and, uh, throw that in the pot with the ground beef and an entire clove of garlic. I've uh, smashed them, taken off all of the little, you know, uh, shit around each clove, dice them up or mince them, I should say, put that in there. And then, you know, all that shit browns. Okay. And then you, uh, you, you drained all the fat out of there. And then, um, you know, off on the, uh, Eric Zane show podcast, slaughter the Turks, Armenian, sweet, uh, sweet heat chili. Uh, I know that. The multi-talented Megan has made this. I sent it her way. I think Sarah Rukrak-Roosh may have made this chili recipe, but it is single-handedly the greatest chili recipe you are going to uh, have. Uh, I actually, I had a chili cook-off with Henry Steffes a couple years ago, and uh, Sexy Voice Andrea won it, But and I never did reveal this, but I actually got the most votes, and I should have won it, but... I can't win my own damn contest. So I said, oh, don't let me win. Are you kidding me? Go with number two, which hers was very good. And it is, it's not as good as mine, but at the same time, it was very good. So she won the prize. Congratulations uh, again. But mine is superior to anyone's. I will put my chili in a blind taste test with any of you who thinks that you have an appropriate chili recipe, we should do this. We should bust out a chili cook-off. I think we were going to do one uh, at Irvine's with Megan, and then COVID hit, or it was the middle of COVID. We decided it would be a bad idea. Uh, Megan indicates, she says, Eric, I stole that recipe. It's so, so good. You never told me it was from Sarah. No, 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 it, it wasn't from Sarah. It wasn't. Uh, she uh, makes good chili, and I let her borrow it. I it it came from me, but I I'm not the original creator of this. I just ripped it off of the internet. Uh, but at the end of the day, my cooking skills are better than all of you. Okay, you're all very good, uh, but I have I have it down. It's patience. It's time. It's letting the plate. It's like a screen pass in the NFL. You got to let that fucking shit. You got to get all those pulling linemen out in front. Uh, That convoy of players. So I will beat any of you in a chili cook-off. I got dibs on that recipe. Megan, you can't make that. But yeah, we got to have a chili cook-off at Irvine's, Megan. And what we'll do is we'll... um, is we'll do it for charity, maybe Casa, whatever. It'd be awesome. Maybe even have it as part of the freaking uh, uh, Metro Cruise auto show that you're having, car show. 
I don't know. But anyway, so the meat is in there and it's like, you know, old school cooking over an open fire. And then, you know, you add uh, uh, the, the tomatoes, the tomato sauce right out of the can. You add uh, beef broth to it. And then the uh, the spices, you're looking at uh, cayenne, pepper, chili powder. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Key, though, is two eight-ounce cans of Bush's original baked beans. You're like, what? It also has um, two big cans of uh, red kidney beans. So, yeah, you had those Bush's baked beans right in there. And uh, and then you have uh, brown sugar. So that's how it gets you sweet on the front. As soon as that cayenne and that chili powder hits the back of your throat, though, it's going to heat it up, man. And it's But it's not overpowering. You can't put too much chili powder. And some for some of you, you're going to have to experiment. But this is the best fucking chili recipe on the planet. Now, I will link it up in the show notes of this podcast. It is a show stopper. And then when you uh, when you heat it up or when you you know getting ready to eat, uh, go ahead and put some uh, uh, cheddar cheese on top of that, and uh, some sour cream too. Maybe not on the sour cream because it kind of changes the flavor to some degree. Oyster crackers, the whole deal. Oh my god, cook that all on an open fire, and it was fucking flawless I am so proud of me alright I cannot win the chili cook off this hypothetical chili cook off because you know everybody's going to be making the same damn recipe by the way I'll just make whatever uh, okay so welcome to you I had I had a great amount of uh, fun uh, hanging out with family my dad um uh, just, you know, a lot of uh, sitting around uh, in the nice uh, sun. The weather was good. Uh, there, there, we, there, there's a lot of stories that I need to tell you about, though, that are uh, just ridiculous during this week. And um, I shared with you over Memorial Day a video of Charity Scam Mike uh, shooting off fireworks. And I wanted to do a little bit more with that video, but I haven't had time. And in that video back from Memorial Day, he uh, is letting one of our nephews shoot off a Roman candle. Now, you are not supposed to shoot off a Roman candle by hanging onto it. You're supposed to just let it shoot straight up in the air. But Mike, he wants to shoot it off and let the kids aim it like a like it's a gun. And these are, you know, six and seven-year-old kids. But if you remember, and I did show this video on the live stream, he started by pouring gasoline on a fire and then he backed off about 30, 40 feet. And the idea is light the Roman candle and shoot it into the fire so that the fire explodes. Yes, this is, I'm like, oh my God. Well, there's all these kids running around and he lights the Roman candle and it's aiming backwards. He's holding it backwards and the kids are walking behind him and it goes off. Holy shit. 
Nothing happened in that incident, but it was like, you idiot, what are you doing? So then you flipped it over. So somebody's going to get hurt. Uh, he goes ahead and uh, he buys a ton of fireworks. Fast forward to this most recent week. Now, this is not the what I'm about to show you, and I'll link it up when the show is done. What I'm about to show you has happened before to this group. Just something just popped into my head because while I'm about to show you a crazy ass video of fireworks exploding and something amazing. Uh, there was another video going around of this other, this other family. God, oh, I don't have it. I lost it. I'll have to, uh, Jen Saki back to that, but it doesn't matter. Fireworks blew up in the driveway. Everybody lost their mind. It was incredible. But what you're about to see, uh, this was um, just a sight to behold. My God. We're all sitting around the fire. And uh, the fireworks are on a, uh, a piece of wood. And I don't know why he did that. Because the thing ended up, uh, it was like a two by four thickness. It's like a four by four and it, uh, it, it, it fell and I think it fell. I'm, I guess I'm not entirely sure what the hell happened, but all I know is these mortars are supposed to shoot in the air and then kapow. I mean, really big explosions. This is some pretty high end shit that he bought. Um, and, but then while we're all seated there, Something goes wrong, and uh, one of those things blows up at ground level, like right where it's launching from. And so I'm like, what the hell? And my stepsister's daughter, my niece, uh, Chloe, she busted out her cell phone, and she gets the last you know, third of this thing exploding. And check this shit out. Okay, now the guy with the hood is my dad. Uh, Kevin and I are seated right next to each other. We did not move. But, man, and then, but it was, it could vary. One of those flew right by me, and the neighbor next door to where Mike lives, he had, it's a bed and breakfast, and there's a, this family with little kids in there sleeping, and they were no doubt freaking out because this thing blew up right next to their place, right next to the these gigantic propane tanks. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> That's Diana. Shit. <laughs> this one's called holy shit. <laughs> My dad had no idea what was going on. He was like, is that supposed to be that way? My poor dad. Jesus. Uh, every year, there's always some type of incident that happens. But we were near, that could have seriously have been a major catastrophe. 
Uh, it was great. I got I got to spend a lot of time with my dad. Um, I I can't stress enough um, the process of what he's going through right now. As you know, he is suffering from dementia, and um, you know this is uh, starting to I don't know get a little traction. Hang on a second. Hey, Chris. And uh, I think he has forgotten that he has dementia, which sounds weird, but it makes sense. Uh, his brain is slowly erasing the hard drive here, and it's it, it's getting pretty tough. Um, the he's I mean he has his faculties to some degree, but the confusion is at an all time high. Uh, it continues to escalate to some degree and it is starting to weigh on me and, and him and the family and, but, uh, he's not realizing what's up. And so, um, he left with Joanne and uh, charity scam, Mike and Elizabeth, uh, before we did. And, um, so it was like, uh, you know, like a weekend ago. Uh, or last week. And, uh, so I wanted to see them off and it was, I had this stark realization. I hate to bring the room down that as I'm sitting there next to him, the, um, I got, I'm going to cry as I'm talking to him. Uh, it's like, okay, they're, they're getting ready to leave and, and we could very easily leave at any time. Well, okay. You're taking off. I'll see you around. I'll see you around. And I'm like, I'm sitting next to him and I'm like, you know, I don't want to leave until he actually has to leave. Because if I left like, Hey, well, all right, you guys have a safe trip and I'm going to talk to you later. And then, um, like a period of time left where I could have been seated next to him, talking to him. And then like an hour or so. And then he left when the inevitable thing does come to pass. I was like, well, Oh my God, what I would do for like that hour. So I guess I am trying to keep myself as focused as possible on the task at hand to, you know, cherish every moment that happens, uh, here on this earth. So I, 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 yeah, that's that, 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 I, that I am realizing that and I'm trying not to lose focus of that and understanding that this is eventually to never, ever, not in any way, take it for granted. So I didn't, I didn't at all. And I, I feel, I feel good about that. And, uh, that's what I said to Diana after I go, you know, we got to, we got to focus on these moments that are here on this earth. And, and, and if we have that opportunity to spend it with them, then we, you know, can't be like diminishing and like uh, taking for granted that we're going to see him again because you just don't know. And I can't stress that enough. If you have someone in your life who may be like, uh, you know, uh, getting into that type of a uh, weird, weird zone where there, there's that type of uh, mortality is is uh, creeping into day to day life. But yeah, so that's what's up. I had a great time with them all, and but it isn't. You know, I'm not going to sit here and be sad. I've got a lot of ridiculous things to discuss with you. Um, in addition to that great moment with the fireworks, thank God no one was hurt because now we've got a great memory. Uh, my dad, speaking of him, uh, he has a tendency, as you know, to say some things that 
he's not really sure. Well, he doesn't really think that there's anything wrong with it. And I, I don't think that this is dementia. I think it's just him. He just always tends to say something, say things that are just slightly silly. And, but he's able to, the, there's enough wiggle room. And when he says things that it's not a big deal, I guess, but it, it can be, you know, I get, I, it, it's kind of hard to describe, but we, as we were seated there, um, around the fire, we were, um, we had someone just show up. And, and what I mean by that is, um, where we, in this area of, of Michigan, there's this, uh, uh, old lady named Dolly who lives right around the corner from where my place is. And for years, Dolly was married to Orville. That's right. Dolly and Orville. Um, and Orville, uh, uh, just passed a handful of years ago. He's a World War II veteran, a very uh, highly decorated World War II veteran. And uh, he, he succumbed uh, a few years back. So Dolly is alone. Now, uh, I shouldn't say alone. They have a daughter. Dolly and Orville uh, have Doreen. So uh, Doreen is taking care of her mother. Doreen is about my age. And by the way, thank you for the well wishes on the birthday. 52 years old. Thank you so much. Uh, Doreen is just a couple of years older than me. Now, I, re I remember growing up as a kid, seeing Doreen uh, show up around the bonfire. And um, as it would be, uh, I haven't seen her in probably uh, 40 years. But... Um, Dolly had a garage sale and Diana went with Elizabeth, my stepsister and their daughter. And they come out and go, Hey, we uh, this Doreen chick. I go, Oh yeah, I remember Doreen. Okay. So, uh, I guess Elizabeth said to that's charity scam. Mike's, uh, wife. Hey, yeah, you should drop by. Now Doreen doesn't have any idea where, Charity Scam Mike's place is. That's the place I was showing you where the fireworks were going up. That's not my place. That's about two miles from my place. Hang on. Licking her paws. Um, she doesn't have any idea where their place is, but she knows where my place is. It's right down. It's right near where they are. So she doesn't have any idea, though, where Elizabeth's place is. I guess she said to... I guess she said to um, her mother, uh, Dolly, yeah, I'm going to go see those people because they said to come on over. Now, I don't know about you, but when someone says, yeah, you should drop by, they don't mean it. If someone looks you in the face and says, yeah, swing on by, we, no one means that. You can't just drop by, but these are hill people. These are grayling hill people. So that means night out on the town. I pull up to Charity Scam Mike's place, and there's a car we don't recognize. And uh, someone says, hey, that chick from the garage sale, Doreen, is here. And I go, oh, okay, all right. Uh, and But no one really expected her to really. That's the thing. If you tell, don't tell people, hey, swing on by. If you don't really want them there, do not say that. Because you might, ha you might encounter someone like a Grayling Hill person who is going to take you up on the offer. So there she is. And um, now she looks like the same. 
She hasn't aged a bit. But, you know, this is a Hill person. So, whatever. I don't know. This is the type of chick who you would expect to see, like, uh, uh, climbing in a window in the Capitol, you know, after the window gets busted out and she's climbing through and then the Secret Service shoots her in the face. This is the type of chick that you're that we're talking about here. Uh, this is a Hill person. So, you know, uh, the years have been, uh, this is, you know, normal. This is considered a, a hot chick in northern Michigan. This is a stone-cold fox. Now, their standards are way low. She hangs out with us, and uh, the fireworks explode, and she's uh, she's got the gift of gab. She's excellent. She talks all the time. Cannot shut up. So she fit right in with the group. In fact, I would say she's dominating the conversation. But there was one time when she stopped talking completely. And that was when my dad asked her a question because she was complaining about foot pain. That's right. We're talking about foot pain. And it went so far that um, uh, while she's talking about it, she took off her shoe and her sock. And is sh- I'm not kidding you. And she's holding up her foot to the group and saying, you see this right here? And she's explaining her foot pain. So that's hysterical. And diet. Hang on. Knock it the fuck off. Shh. Come here. Come here. Daisy. Uh, while she's showing us the foot. Diana and Elizabeth are just drinking, okay? And the reason why they're drinking is because you ever like uh, when someone's doing something that's uncomfortable or awkward, you do the old Jesse Pinkman at the table with uh, Skyler and and and, uh, and Mr. White, and he's he's looking around, he's drinking. Oh my God! Fucking cringeworthy moment. So I, they're like drinking heavily as she's holding up this gnarly ass foot. And then my dad asks the question that stops the show. So, do you work on your hands and knees? And then, I go, wait a minute, do you work on your hands and knees? And she goes, and she stops talking. She goes, do, do I work on my hands and knees? And so, I don't know about you, but... Because afterwards, I'm like, Dad, why did you say that? And Joanne's like, you said that, Rob? You, you asked her if she works on her hands and knees? And he goes, yeah, what's wrong with that? I go, well, I don't know about you, but uh, everybody in this room or around the fire here seems to think that if you ask someone if they work on their hands and knees, you're, it could be interpreted as uh, you're asking them if they're a hooker or they're in the sex trade or they're a prostitute or they're just, you know, whatever, having random sex with other area hill people. Uh, asking that question is probably good. He had no idea the significance of asking the question, uh, how it could be construed as, do you work on your hands and knees as being, uh, Doreen being a filthy slut, but Diana and Elizabeth, um, Diana and Elizabeth, they grab their wine glasses and they're like going, ooh, sippy, 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 sippy. They're trying not to laugh as Diana 
is like, holy fuck, and Liz is just, she's just chugging the, the wine over that question. And my God, so my dad is having a, a, a question and answer with this chick about whether or not she works on her hands and knees. Joanne wasn't paying attention, but after Doreen finally fucking left, we broke the news to her what my dad asked her, and she was just beside herself. She was like, Rob! And he's like, what? What is it, guy? What is it? What? So, all right. um, That ends. Now, the next night, the epilogue here, is we go back over to their place and uh, light off more fireworks. No one gets hurt. It's sweet. It's great. We go home. And then the following morning, so this is 36 hours later, I go over there again, and they said, yeah, Doreen came over again at 1130 at night. And that is, a, I guess, a regular thing with these hill people. You just you just come over, you know? Um. You know, when you want to talk about like things like overthrowing the government and MAGA and militias and and foot pain and whether or not people work on their hands and knees, you just walk in. So uh, they're all getting ready for bed at 1130 at night. And you look and there she is. Hey, how's it going? And she shows up again. And uh, she brought her mother with her, who is in her early 80s. Just And she goes, I just wanted to see you, Rob. I just wanted to see you. And, and my dad goes, who are you? Who are you? He had no idea. I was like, oh, fuck, dad, it's Dolly, Orville's uh, wife. Oh, oh, hey, guy. So it was just a, a spectacular, spectacular bit of awkwardness. And uh, now... We have another great quote that will never, ever leave the campfire. Um, when we are looking back on my dad's beautiful, wonderful life, uh, in decades, when we are in our 60s and our 70s and our 80s, we'll say, you remember that time when your dad asked Doreen if she works on her hands and knees like some kind of filthy whore? And I'm like, yes, oh my God. Oh, spectacular. That is the infamous Doreen incident from this dad and Doreen from this day forward. God. Hey, uh, so there's a number of people that are enjoying the show, not only on Twitch, but on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And I like to do a handful of minutes for that uh, crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and, uh, and YouTube. And then I got to set you free. Why don't you, babe? Uh, if you want the rest of the show, you got to go to twitch.tv slash Eric St. Live. I hope you've enjoyed this. I know I've enjoyed you being here. Uh, I know I've I know I've enjoyed you enjoying me. But uh, I got to say goodbye. You want the full show, the rest of the show, it's at twitch.tv slash Eric St. Live. You can watch it at any time. Uh, the replay later on, you can watch the full show live without me having to interrupt you like, like I'm about to. So what I'm saying is Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter – you cannot get the full show on those platforms. You can only get the full show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. So go there and join. Follow me right there. You can also subscribe to it if you ever want the show uh, with uh, no commercial interruptions. 
And as always, wherever you download podcasts, you can get the audio podcast. Just search Eric Zane Show podcast, and there you go. So thank you, thank you, thank you. They are now gone, and we are together again. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you very much. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter, and then YouTube, the almighty YouTube. Follow the uh, uh, page, subscribe to it, I should say. Hit the thumbs up button whenever I go live. And uh, yeah, and hit the bell notification brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. All right. <coughs> I saw the Elvis film over the weekend and you got to know that um, uh, in Grayling, there is an old school theater that the, the building is 150 years old and it's been a um, theater for like uh about 107 it is called the rialto theater i've I've mentioned it before on the show and um but it is uh, a old school place and uh they um uh by the way uh, uh stevie says the girl is lonely referring to doreen absolutely absolutely and, uh, and we loved her. I don't want you to get the wrong idea that we were like hating on or anything like that. But she did just kind of show up. I guess uh, let that be a, uh, a maybe maybe we should invite her over from time to time. And I don't have a problem with that. She actually was pretty good conversing. And I understand. But it was just funny. Do you work on your hands and knees? Um, while I'm at it. Yeah, getting back to the story, the, the this theater is, this isn't like Celebration Cinema. This is old school, and uh, the 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 freaking seats are threadbare. You walk in, you buy a ticket the second you walk in the door, and you buy your concessions too. I'll take one ticket, a popcorn, and a drink. You get all that shit. You go, and it's just one theater. You sit down. They're showing the Elvis movie until like uh, for most of the month. So the place was packed and um, all the people, all the tourists that come to this part of the uh, state, they, they want to see this damn movie. Now, I didn't even know the damn thing was out. I didn't even know the thing was made. I had no idea. I don't know who the kid is who played Elvis Presley, but this fucking guy was great. Something Butler. I don't know. Aiden Butler. Is that his name? And can I just say this? Uh, I have always thought that Elvis Presley uh, was one of the most beautiful people that has ever been on the face of the earth. The, uh, I mean, the, he, you, you see Elvis's face, especially young Elvis from the time, you know, you ain't nothing but a hound dog up to where he wore the Austin Butler. That's his name to war. When he wore the all black suit on the Christmas special, my God, what a fucking stud. Jesus. The amount of poon that guy must have uh, uh, slayed over the years. I mean, really, really incredible. Um, so, Jesus. I, I, And then the guy, Austin Butler, here's the thing. He did such a good job, and he looked, he was actually more, he's more photogenic than Elvis Presley, I think. He might be one of the most handsome people on the planet. 
That guy makes gay men and women horny. I'm not gay, and I think I'd, I'd, if someone said, how much would it take you cost uh, for you to blow Austin Butler when he's made up like Elvis Presley? And, you know, like, for example, if there was some uh, uh, ugly mongrel who I saw at the local Dairy Queen, uh, Queen, Queen at uh, in Grayling, it would take several million dollars to blow that guy. I think I would blow Austin Butler for $5,000. I am lowering the price, and I would probably enjoy it because he's so unbelievably photogenic. I'm just going to say it. He's freaking beautiful. Okay? Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. There's a lot of shit I did not know about Elvis. I did not know uh, most of what they talked about. Uh, about all I knew about Elvis Presley was, you know, the chicks went wild. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. And then uh, he went to the army. And then he had a, uh, uh, he has a giant mansion. And then he shot a TV. And then he died. And uh, Priscilla was super cute. And then Lisa Marie. And then, you know, uh, I know very little. But. You, I really think you should see this movie. You're you're really going to like this film. Um, let's see. What can I say about the film without ruining anything? Nothing. I will say this. They didn't cover it in the film, but I was reading about Elvis uh, late in life. He died in 1977. I have no memory of uh, of, of Elvis dying. Amanda says Elvis dies. Spoiler. Yeah, everybody knew that. But um, so there's been a lot of, um, uh, you know, how did he die? Because he was actually on the toilet. And I was reading that when he was on the toilet. Um, so when you're seated at the toilet, on the toilet, uh, you know, in a seated position, he, when he ha- his heart exploded, he then fell forward. And his head hit like the wall. So he was still in a seated position, but dead with his uh, laying or like his head on the wall, or perhaps he had fallen on the floor about that point, but he was still in a seated position when it happened. Now, one of the things I did not know about Elvis is, uh, and a lot of people are aware that he uh, had a, a high dependency on prescription medication. And, uh, but what I didn't realize was, uh, that was affecting his health in such a way that it was causing him to become constipated, like seriously constipated. And he would eat a ton of food. If you remember, Elvis got quite chunky and bloated at the end there. And, uh, so, you know, God knows uh, how messed up his intestines were. And, uh, the theory is that when you are going, you know, you're trying to get a, a nice sized log out, you're like going, and that is called the Valsalva maneuver. And I don't know why it's called that, but when you, you do that, you put pressure on your main blood vessel, your aorta. Which is, uh, you know, if that you have any issues with that, you're going to know it. Well, 
theory is he was putting so much pressure down and his heart was in a weakened state because of years of abuse that all of a sudden, uh, all of that work that he was doing, trying to push out the log, he caused himself to have a fucking grabber. Jesus Christ. Um, so the film was sweet. You must see it. Tom Hanks is, I mean, seriously, top of his game. Top of his game. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Austin Butler, a dream. Jesus. Absolutely awesome. I love that movie. Uh, you should go check it out. It's funny because I heard from Aram who said to me, he goes, hey, I know you're on vacation. And I had already made the plan to go see that fucking movie uh, at this old school theater. And he says, if you get a second, go see that movie. I go, you won't believe it. It's playing in this little shithead town. And uh, I'm going to see the damn thing. And it, he did. He was absolutely right. Spot on. It's a great movie. You got to see this. It's um, the guy who made it. I forget the guy who made the damn thing. He puts, a, he puts it uh, kind of on its ear. He sprinkles in a lot of uh, things that to move the story along in kind of a unique way that um, uh, very different, very different how he made the film. But I think he, he hit it spot on. This isn't like some slow, boring biopic. They do take some liberties with the story because I did some fact checking on it. But who gives a shit? It was cool. Love that movie. When uh, Now, when you're in a theater like that, this is not surround th- uh, sound. Surround sound. This is not surround sound. The The sound is coming from the front. There's nothing in the back. We are in the very, very back row. And it's me, Diana to my left, and the NFK to my right. The NFK is so addicted to nicotine that he can't go any amount of time without chewing tobacco. And then it dawns on me when I'm in the room, in the theater, that I'm smelling this shit skull uh, long-cut wintergreen. He's, he's dipping. So I'm like, dude what the fuck and it's just a horrible smell so fucking rude he has no idea how rude it is uh but the rudeness doesn't end there because while he's dipping and the every time he does it the shit goes everywhere you know it's like fuck dude um to his right this couple sits down and this is 10 minutes into the movie that they sit down and so we're off and running and I'm paying attention and they sit down and then they go, they immediately start talking and it's not a whisper, but not as loud as I am right now. And you know, one word, two words, a couple sentences, whatever I'm giving it the, the, the grace period is dwindling. It's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to say something I'm going to. And, uh, so I, I guess I have to ask you, what would you do? Uh, if you're at a theater and someone can't stop talking during the theater, dur- during the film, that might be one of the most rude things on the planet next to the NFK uh, 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 dipping during the fucking movie. I don't even like it. I feel bad if it's a quiet part of the movie and I have a bag of candy or something like that. And I, I, I wait to open it until like, you know, Maverick goes flying across the sky where it's loud. You know, then I can, then it's okay for me to open. I don't want to just, I don't want to wreck the flow of the story that these people pay to fucking see. So to these people to my right, shut the fuck up. So I look over and I did it. I go, shh. 
I'll look right at him and go, shh. It didn't stop. It didn't slow down even a little bit. They looked right at me and kept right on fucking talking. And I'm like, now what? Now what am I going to do? Fuck me. <sighs> ah, Jesus. And that, so they didn't shut up. They talked pretty much half the movie. And uh, that was terrible. Amanda says, I have to go to movies alone. Yeah, that I believe. If I go to a movie with you, Amanda, I'm actually going to say, Amanda, all these people are going to hate your guts. You must shut the fuck up. You must be quiet. Uh, I welcome in. I don't know what this means. Uh, I-C-O-K-K-K-E-8-I-9. What? I welcome you. It looks like you're new. Asking the question, who is the NFK? That is No Filter Kevin. You look new. I appreciate you. Hope you have a good time here. Uh, Wildflower25 appears to be new. Thank you. Glad you are here. If you want the audio version of this, of course, you can go to... um, Eric Zane show, wherever you download podcasts, Stevie, I thought you were PSN bleach earlier. My apologies. Your hissy fit 4711. Who the hell is PSN bleach again? Fuck me. All right. Enjoy yourselves. Make yourselves at home. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. Uh, yesterday, um, I had to return a bunch of cans. Did so at Meyer. Ton of money, $17. Excellent. That money goes right to retirement. I'm not even kidding. I'm the guy that gets all this money for cans, gets my little things, and I go to the customer service desk and I actually get physical dollars, drive to the bank, deposit $17 into the ATM. I'm not kidding you. It's just basic. Uh, open up the uh, investment app, the actual app, and then take $17 from my checking account and put it into my retirement my individual retirement account. I do that because if I don't do that, I will spend that money. And I don't want to spend that money. God, Daisy, that fart. You asshole. Um, and so this is part of my, my plan yesterday. I want to take back all these bottles and cans. So I do that. And then I'm waiting in line where it says line starts here and customer service. And this mom and the daughter are working with the customer service lady. So I'm standing there patiently. And this man comes around the corner And I'm like, well, I must know this guy because out of his mouth, he goes, am I glad to be here? And he's looking right at me as he's walking towards me with his cart. And he's going to get in line behind me. And I go, oh, yeah? Why? You know, I'll bite. I mean, I got, I got to, rather than just staring at my phone, I'm like, I'll talk to this fucker. He goes, well, am I glad to be here? And I go, well, yeah, why? Well, because it's air conditioned. I go, okay, all right. Um, now, this this conversation could have gone one of a million directions. I could have said, uh, no, uh, no, no AC at home, huh? Or something like that. I could have gone that direction. Or, But uh, he, he took off on his own. He said, it is sweltering out there. And it really wasn't. Probably like 78 degrees. You know, wasn't too god-awful bad. And I go, wow, yeah, you know, I guess uh, I guess it is nice in here, sir. 
And then that thought ends and he starts the next one. This is probably, he's probably like 75, 76 years old. And this actually happened. This happens to me all the time. I guess I look approachable, you know? I guess I look friendly. This man walks up to me and I see my father in him. Quite a bit younger than my father, of course, who's 88, but uh, uh, he says, um, and today's a good day. And I go, yeah. Why? Because I got these for $30. And he's got a pair of Skechers. And I go, in the box. And I go, okay, yeah. Now, I don't know why he's in the line, but he's obviously going to buy these shoes. I don't think he's going to, you can't buy them there. Maybe you can. But anyway, he's getting in line behind me. I go, oh, okay. Now, this all takes place in about 90 seconds. He starts with the shoe story. This is what we all must do when we become elderly. Um, you know, like in our seven, 70 and up, this is what you do. You, he, he probably is punking me. He's probably not, you know, uh, he's just doing this because he knows he can get away with it because he's, he's that old. But uh, now what, if anyone else, if someone who was the age of like you guys, who's 40 or 50 and came up to me and started talking to me like this guy is talking to me, I'm going to kick him right in the fucking chest until he's coughing blood. I don't want to fucking talk to you. What the fuck are you doing? But my defenses are down if it's an elderly man or a woman. Okay? I see my my parents. And he goes, I got these for $30. And you know what? I go, what? Fine, sir. I went to the mall just before this to get these same damn shoes at sewing trail and stream in the mall. And they were $127. I go $127 and they're $30 here. You, you saved that much money. He goes, I know exact same shoe. Now it's probably not. It's probably not the exact same shoe. Okay. In fact, what he's describing probably didn't even happen. It's probably a figment of his fucking imagination, but who gives a shit? I'm engaging him. He's talking to me. It's fine. And now this is perfect because uh, normally I would feel trapped in this scenario, but I know I've got an out. As soon as this, this, the mom and the daughter working with the lady at the customer service desk leaves, I'm out. I'm like, hey, hey, good talking to you. I know that this is going to end. So I'm fully engaged with this with this man who may just be fucking with me or he's absolutely crazy. Who knows? And he goes, yeah, thousand percent. I just saved a thousand percent. And I go, oh, well, that's that's great. I'm glad you did. That is a hell of a bargain. See? And he holds up the price tag. He points to it. 30. I go, yes, it is 30. Good for you. He goes, boy, my wife, she could see me right now. She's going to be so proud of me. And uh, I'm like, well, is she not with us? Is this, is this why I'm getting the conversation? Is this, uh, is he lonely? Like our pal Doreen, who you now know about. And he goes, when I get home, she's going to be overjoyed. Oh, she's still with us. Okay, great. I go, wow. Yeah. Well, that is 53 years of marriage. I tell you what, if I didn't have her, and he's so grateful for his wife, if I didn't have her, I don't know where I'd be. 53 years of marriage, 
three kids, six, uh, 16 grand, got it, whatever the fucking numbers are. He's got it. He, you got it. When you're that age, you give the roster. I got six kids, 13 grandkids, 26 great grandkids, and he's giving me the roster. And I'm like, oh, wow, that is, you know, those are great years when you have grandkids. He goes, yeah, you wait, you wait. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that is a compliment because I've been a grandpa probably nearly as long as you have. But that's another story. I was 41 when I found out I was going to become a grandpa. But thank you. Uh, I, so I didn't want to I didn't want to open up that can of worms and say, well, yeah, actually, I'm, I am a grandpa twice over. I didn't want to do that because then he'd be like, what? What the hell? What? And then uh, and then he's like, and God will. He mentioned God and Jesus and stuff like that. And I'm like, and uh, I think he was going to try to evangelize at this point. But I I made it very clear that he's preaching to the choir. Uh, he was discussing something about baby Jesus or something. And I don't know. I was starting to lose my train of thought because I, I thought that any second now he was going to talk about, you know, uh, storm in the Capitol like they do around here or some other crazy shit, or maybe he doesn't like blacks, but so I didn't want to, I didn't want to go too far down the road with the dude, but he opened, this is all in 90 seconds. So then the lady at the customer service desk, she goes, okay, okay uh, who's next? And I go, oh, that would be me. I go, Hey, sir, good talking to you. You have a wonderful day. He goes, you too. And God be with you. I go, he is with me and God be with you too. Thank you. So then, I walk away and just as I'm walking away and getting close to the cashier, the customer service chick, another dude also old comes around that corner and he's got a full cart of shit. For some reason, he wants to go to the customer service and old man sees this old man. And as soon as he sees him, He's talking to him like it's a long lost friend. He goes, wow, look at all the stuff you got. You're taking that in this line. He's like, actually, and this guy's like, what the fuck? He is not, he is not engaging the old, he's another old timer. So as soon as that happens, I'm like, I'm wondering if these old timers are going to fucking fight to the death. But I lost uh, interest, got my $17, got the fuck out of there. The day was not complete, though, until I got home and was able to look into the backyard and witness what I saw, and that was the freaking duck. My God. Two days prior. Actually, the day... Wait a minute. This was on... Yesterday was Sunday. I got home Saturday. So Saturday, I'm in the yard, and I let the dogs out. And they go racing towards the pool, and there's a duck on the edge of the uh, pool. And then he goes, rah, rah, and jumps in the water. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. So then I, uh, I busted. The dogs are losing their minds. I put them inside. And then I'm shooting video of this duck because, hey, look. Uh, kids there's a duck in the pool and that's when i realized that this duck has a fucked up leg now i'm going to show this to you right now and you can see for yourself uh this is the duck oops 
There he is. Hold on a second here. I actually want to get the sound of him. I think you can hear him, but I'm, I feel like I'm fucking this up. And I'm always, oh, no, I'm ruining stuff. All right, here you go. This, this is the duck. This duck. He got here yesterday. Now, you'll notice that one flipper is all jacked. It looks like Joe Theismann's leg. The okay, one now you see the one flipping, propelling him through the water. It's like, oh, this is, he's, you know. And then the other one. And now he's going to turn. He's got this weird wonky thing going on. Like the one little flipper flips away like a normal duck would. And by the way, I learned this is a female duck. But then the other one. Look at the other one. Look at that. That is so Theismann. The duck has <laughs> Theismann leg. Hi, Lisa. Okay, so there you go. That's the fucking duck. And um, so now this actually is video from yesterday. And the day before, though, is when I first discovered that this duck uh, has whatever is going on. Now, I thought that it was just injured like somehow it uh it had just gotten injured by the way i see ken says i thought this was a video about your chins i've gotten so much shit from numerous audience members about uh my fat chin that seems to be the the running joke because my uh i the the obesity you can see it here if you want to if you really want to look look at my chin there it's uh from a low camera angle but uh Everybody had a good bit of fun talking about my fat chin. And it's like, oh, fuck, shit, you're right. I got to do something about that. That's a that's a motivator right there. Look at that fucking chin. Uh, it just dawned on me you can't see it. So let me, let me back up and show this to you. Ah, what the fuck? What just happened? There it is. My God. Look at that chin. Ugh. So everybody's ripping me a new one about my fat fucking face. Oh, God. You're right. Looks terrible. Um, anyway, when this all unfolded, I was like, oh, my God, this this duck is uh, is in is hurt. So um, I immediately looked up wildlife rescue and um any, and I, there's one organization that I saw that they actually will come and rescue the duck. And so I called the guy, his name is Matt, but he lives way the fuck far away in like Ann Arbor, Michigan. And he goes, uh, so I'm explaining to him. I go, oh my God, yeah, I got this duck in my pool and he's hurt. You must come rescue him. And now this guy knows everything there is to know about ducks. And, uh, he goes, well, um, I can't. That's too far away. He goes, are you sure it was just hurt? And I go, well, I don't know what, what the fuck else could happen. And he goes, well, that's the thing. Ducks, they adapt. This dog, this duck may have injured himself and, uh, they figure it out or it may have been born with a birth defect and the duck, he goes, shoot me a video of the duck. I shoot a video of the duck. I send it to this guy. He knows everything there was to know about ducks. He goes, duck's fine. I go, what the fuck are you talking about? The duck's fine. His fucking leg is busted in half. He goes, I would not worry about that duck. He goes, get video of it out of the pool. 
duck gets out of the fucking pool. He's standing on one leg and he's hopping. Shoot the video I sent to the guy. He goes, yeah, he's, the duck's fine. What do you mean it's fine? How can it be fucking fine? He goes, trust me, man. That duck is healthy. It probably has eggs nearby. It can swim. It can hop. And it can fly. There's, there's no problem. And I go, I don't know, man. He goes, leave it alone. It'll be gone by the morning. I go, what do you know about ducks? He goes, everything. I do this for a living, dick face. But if you need a number, you can call these people in West Michigan. They won't be able to get the duck. He goes, I go, what do you mean? He goes, there's, I told you, there's only one person who can capture a duck in the entire state of Michigan. And you're talking to him. I go, I can't just go up to him and put him in a box. He goes, no, you asshole. It's a wild animal. He goes, okay. And then he says to me, he goes, go try getting within 20 feet of that thing right now. And uh, I did. And it fucking jumped out and hopped away. He goes, you're going to be, it's going to be terrible if you try to grab that fucking duck and you're going to injure it. Leave it the fuck alone. So Matt says, trust me on this. Okay. You can have this number. And, uh, but again, you're not going to be able to do this. I go, all right, fine. He goes to get some dry corn and throw it out there for him. I go, why the fuck would I do that? He goes, well, you want it in case, in case it is starving, which it's not because I, I can see it's a healthy duck. Uh, you know, you, it'll get something to eat. I go, all right, I'm going to do that. Right away, I'm thinking it's going to be, it's going to think it's its home. Sunday morning rolls around, and all I'm thinking about is this duck. This duck is hurt. This is, a, the duck is in terrible pain. I open up the window, duck's gone. No duck. I'm like, what, a little asshole? He just, and by the way, he took the biggest shit in my pool. This, this plume of, of, Duck shit came flying out of him. You could see it just dissipate in the water. Like, oh, fuck. It's like a shit nebula floating in the water. So then, Sunday, the day goes by, uh, doing my chores around the house. Diana goes out with the, uh, with the, with the divorce chicks to the boat. And, uh, by the way, I guess I keep fucking that up. It's not a dude. It's a she. That's a female duck. My apologies. It's a female duck. And I turn around and the fucking duck is back. I actually see her come flying in perfectly. She puts the one leg down and the other wonky leg, which does nothing like fucking Sully Sullenberg and just beautifully just lands right in the water and the little shit starts swimming around again. And she's like, I like this place. This is nice. Nice, clean water for me to shit in. This dick feeds me. Oh my God, this is heaven. And that led me to shooting that video. And, uh, here we are. And then I, uh, I reached out to the local people and I said, Hey, I got this duck. I actually sent a, a note to him. I feel kind of stupid about this. Uh, thank you for contacting Wildlife Rehab Center. Please respond with your name, address, what you have, and a photo if possible. We will be with you shortly. So I took a picture of this asshole. Sent it along with my info. 
And I wrote, the duck only has one functioning leg. I guess I'm not sure if he's had an issue for a long time or if it just happened. They write, can you get it in a box? (laughs) Negative. I have a feeling this is a birth defect on the animal, and it has adapted. It took off again right after I called you. Other than the wonky-looking leg, the bird looks like it's in perfect health. I don't think it's in any distress after watching it. I just am such a fucking sucker for animals. Seriously. Oh, my God. I am so triggered by any type of, of... When someone even sends me the story about, hey, this dog was found and it hated everybody and now it has a home. It's uh, some beautiful video on the dodo or whatever. I can't even watch it. Someone sent me a video of a seabird floating around on the ocean and a shark comes up and eats the fucking slow bird. No way. I can't watch that shit. Don't send me animals, videos of animals in distress. Are you kidding me? I'm this close to becoming a vegetarian. Maybe not. You know what I mean. All right. I cannot believe I have eaten through uh, an hour and eight minutes of podcast with A, not peeing my pants, B, not even getting to one of these amazing sponsors. So what I'm going to do here is give you a big, bold, beautiful chunk of the amazing businesses that help keep uh, keep me solvent on the Eric Zane Show free podcast. And I, I know I have a couple of new people here today, just so you know. I do this free podcast every single day. And if you support it, awesome. I appreciate that. Uh, but I also do a second podcast every day on the Patreon platform. That is basically OnlyFans minus the porno patreon.com slash Eric Zane P A T R E O N.com slash Eric Zane. And I am in this kind of weird spot right now where there's been like this, um, uh, growing movement of, uh, anti Eric Zane sentiment. And there's a, a, a percentage of the audience who are extremely pissed off and frustrated with me beyond belief. I talked about this, the, uh, this movement is building momentum. And uh, so that I'm calling it the great Zaniac exodus of 2022. And the the idea is they're like, well, then what? It's all your fault. What the fuck are you doing? It's like, I don't know. Dude, I can't tell you what I'm doing on a regular basis. All I'll tell you is that I'm doing a show. And, and uh, for whatever reason, it is just blowing up. The Patreon is slowly becoming just a decimated uh, wasteland of uh, dead souls who have fled the show. I I posted about this right at the start of vacation that um, the great Zaniac exodus uh, continues. And in fact, uh, I had a couple of uh, heavy hitters that fled at the end of the last month. And uh, all I can do is just post, hey, I need people to replace the people that have left the show. We need to have an audience there. Now, I've said long ago that I will continue to do the Patreon until there is one left. And we have uh, three people on Patreon now. It was four, but now there's only three people on Patreon. Uh, I welcome in Paco Hernandez. Paco is a really hard worker. And he is part of the growing audience of uh, Latino gentlemen. Uh, So welcome to Paco. Paco comes to us 
uh, from the WATP, who are these podcast family, where he was a fan of that. I'm not even sure where Paco lives, but he signed up on Patreon, and I had a nice conversation with him. And uh, I think Paco does a show too, and I, I'm kind of interested in this, Paco. If you do a show, you know, if you're going to give me the time of day by supporting me on Patreon, you better damn well be sure that I'm going to introduce you to the audience about your podcast, okay? So I'm pretty sure you have a podcast. I guess I haven't done enough research research on that. But please don't make yourself a stranger. Eric at uh, ericsaintshow.com. I'd love to talk to you uh, more, Paco. But thank you for joining me on Patreon, Paco. Also, uh, Robert Taylor signed up for a year. This is after I posted about the great Zaniac exodus. I appreciate that, Robert. And then Ryan, I believe I say PLAS, P-L-A-S. Ryan signed up. I appreciate that, Ryan. Uh, So you made me feel a lot better at the start of vacation after the great Zaniac exodus uh, continues to uh, take hold. Uh, I don't really have anything else to say about that. I don't want to say anything that could possibly alienate even more people on the great Zaniac exodus. But you have a faction of people who are furious with your old pal Eric Zane. They've had it with my shenanigans. I have worn out my welcome. And that is it. They are responding in kind, and I cannot blame them. They are furious with me and frustrated. Why? I don't know. I haven't heard from anybody. All I see is that the numbers are staggering. There are two terrible number sequences to deal with. Three, Ukrainian dead, mass shootings, and departed members of Patreon. On the great Zaniac exodus of 2022. Uh, mine is the most uh, debilitating. Mine is the worst of all of those three. Between me, uh, people leaving the Patreon, uh, mass shootings of kids in parades, and Ukrainian dead babies, mine is of the most significance. It's heartbreaking. It is absolutely heartbreaking. So thank you for signing up on Patreon to replace the lost. That is all I can do is move forward. Just like Rocky said, it's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get up and keep moving forward. You got to start building hurting bombs. So if you would sign up on Patreon, I know this is a long sell for Patreon, but a closed mouth is a hungry mouth. So you better fucking believe I am going to fill those spots for those dearly departed members on Patreon. Thank you to all of you. If you have given in the past and you have moved on, I appreciate all that you did for me. But I understand there comes a time when you must put your foot down for what I don't know. And I don't want to know. I just close that book. Move forward. You're welcome to come back at any time. I will still love you just the same. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. The Open and the live stream brought to you by Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. If you need flooring installed in your house, this is the way to go because these guys, I mean, seriously, fuck, man, building their business one customer at a time. If you want to throw your cash towards a hardworking group, send it over to Bennett Flooring Installation, 
They'll work with you to get you the lowest price possible to get your flooring installed professionally. Love these guys so much. Go ahead and rip out the old shit on your own. I know you can do that. Who can't rip out the old flooring? That'll save you some cash. Get them to come to your place. Measure the room. By the end of the day, you'll have an estimate on how much it's going to cost for you to have the flooring installed professionally by Bennett Flooring Installation. 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. Now, the flooring I want you to install, I want you to buy it at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. Two stores, but I want you to go to the discount outlet. The main showroom is great. That's where Darwin works, air-conditioned with all the rich people. Okay, just down the road is where the real uh, rubber is meeting the road as Kent dropped the E out of you. Uh, Aram, the uh, Armenian strength of 10 men, flooring guru is there. And also, I believe Josh is a dude's name who doesn't listen, but should. Anyway, Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet on uh, Chicago Drive, just behind Little Caesars on the north side of the street in Granville, Michigan. Ugly tan building, small red sign unbelievably discounted flooring okay the reason why darwin the rich dude who works at the main showroom uh and owns the place buys flooring from all the major manufacturers by the 53 foot truckload and has it delivered to the discount outlet where it's it ain't the prettiest flower but you're gonna get deep deep discounts because they pay so little for it themselves because they buy so much and when you mention my name you save 10 percent. so that's awesome thank you to the folks at the discount outlet. Bosco's Pub. Still swinging for the fences at Bosco's Pub. Uh, Bosco'spub.com. That's where you can get the menu. This is a beautiful place to eat in Hudsonville, Michigan. Small place, part of Terra Square. Very nice, too. Nice, nice atmosphere. Uh, Bosco's Pub, Hudsonville, Michigan. You're, you're going to get hamburgers and quesadillas and shit like that there and mozzarella sticks and cold beer, stiff drinks, just like the wieners. You guys can have your MAGA meetings there. Seriously, if you walk in there uh, wearing like uh, uh, Trump 2024, someone's probably going to suck your dick, okay? Uh, that's that's where we live right now. Uh, I, I don't know if they feel that way. I'm just saying that the, the clientele is, if you were to uh, look at the voter percentages in Hudsonville, Michigan, 99.5% of the people are conservative. So there you go. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Speaking of conservative, Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance, 616-914-4070. Uh, it's about time you got yourself some health insurance. If you, uh, if your employer does not uh, have insurance for you, you know, doesn't offer it, or maybe you're just a part-time worker and you don't get it, or you are self-employed, or you're between jobs, it's still... Uh, very, very possible for you to get insurance. Go on to the days when it costs you thousands of dollars a month to have an insurance policy. That's because of Obamacare, okay? A great president, Barack Obama, uh, came up with this plan. And uh, thank God, John McCain, the maverick, said, thumbs down, thumbs down, Trump. Thumbs down. That's why Trump hates him. Hated him. Well, he's dead. Anyway, God bless McCain for giving thumbs down. Reason why I say all this, I'm not even a Democrat. I did not vote for Barack Obama. Fuck that guy. Anyway, though, the healthcare.gov is a fucking godsend. I have been buying my insurance on healthcare.gov for almost four years. 
And it's not easy to navigate this on your own. Call up Frank, 616-914-4070 for My Policy Shop Insurance. If you don't have Frank do this for you, you're going to screw it up like I did my first year doing this. I'm going to buy the, you're going to buy the wrong policy. Frank's services are free. He's a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. He does not get paid by you, the client. He gets paid by the insurance companies. So reach out to him when you need insurance on the marketplace or Medicare. He's the Medicare Advantage plan expert. If you or someone you know or love is getting ready to turn 65, 616-914-4070. Finally, before I take a leak, my God, do I got to pee. Full House Comedy. Online at fullhousecomedy.com. Let me see what's up. It's been about a week and a half since I've seen the shows coming to town. Aha. Wednesday, the 20th. Don's working with this uh, comedy group called The Chocolate Factory. Translation, black people. The Chocolate Factory Comedy Show's Urban Comedy Showcase. Oh, my God. There won't be a white guy there. That's at a place called Rowan Park. Oh. John Polar Bear Gonzalez. Hispanic Causing Panic Tour. That July 22nd. So I guess we're taking a week off. Paul Verzi at the Park Theater. Also at the listening room coming up on the weekend of July 28th, 29th, and 30th. Mike Palisak to kick off August. Tim Meadows, second weekend in August. Fucking Stanhope's coming. Doug Stanhope, August 21 at the listening room. All right. Details and tickets for these shows and others at Full House Comedy. Dot com. Go see a comedy show. Um, all right. I am going to put pause here. Press pause. Uh, and take a break and go tinkle. I need to use the boys room. But. In order to, you know, pass the time appropriately. I think it's important that I entertain you. Chew with a treat. I could leave you in your cage and you won't even pee. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. You can fetch a ball, but you ain't fetching for free. You could chill in the house, but you love when we leave. You a good puppy. You ain't sassy. You don't lick me in the face. That's nasty. Said you a good puppy. You ain't sassy. And you don't lick me in the face. That's nasty. Hey, puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop. Don't stop. Bounce with it. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop. Don't stop. Bounce, puppy. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop, don't stop, bounce with it. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop, don't stop, bounce with it. You a good little puppy. You don't live on the street. You don't want no money. You want something to eat. Got your own water bowl. You don't need my drink. Take a shit and walk off like the shit don't stink. You your own boss. You don't need no leash. All your shots up to date. You ain't got no fleas. Bouncing puppy, bouncing puppy like you're trying to get free. Bouncing puppy, bouncing little puppy, bouncing for me. You can hang with your 
girls or you could chill with a treat. I could leave you in your cage and you won't even pee. You could fetch a ball, but you ain't fetching for free. You could chill in the house, but you love when we leave. You a good puppy, you ain't sassy. You don't lick me in the face, that's nasty. Said you a good puppy, you ain't sassy. And you don't lick me in the face, that's nasty. Hey, puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop, don't stop, bounce with it. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop, don't stop, bounce puppy. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop, don't stop, bounce with it. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop, don't stop, bounce with it. You a good little puppy. You don't live on the street. You don't want no money. You want something to eat. Got your own water bowl. You don't need my drink. Take a shit and walk off like the shit don't stink. You your own boss. You don't need no leash. All your shots up to date. You ain't got no fleece. Bouncing puppy, bouncing puppy like you're trying to get free. Bouncing puppy, bouncing little puppy, bouncing for me. You can hang with your Girls, or you could chill with a treat. I could leave you in your cage and you won't even pee. You could fetch a ball, but you ain't fetching for free. You could chill in the house, but you love when we leave. You a good puppy. You ain't sassy. You don't lick me in the face. That's nasty. Said you a good puppy. You ain't sassy. And you don't lick me in the face. That's nasty. Hey, puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop. Don't stop. Bounce with it. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop. Don't stop. Bounce, puppy. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop, don't stop, bounce with it. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop, don't stop, bounce with it. You a good little puppy. You don't live on the street. You don't want no money. You want something to eat. Got your own water bowl. You don't need my drink. Take a shit and walk off like your shit don't stink. You your own boss. You don't need no leash. All your shots up to date. You ain't got no fleas. Bouncing puppy, bouncing puppy like you're trying to get free. Bouncing puppy, bouncing little puppy, bouncing for me. You can hang with your Girls, or you could chill with a treat. I could leave you in your cage and you won't even pee. You could fetch a ball, but you ain't fetching for free. You could chill in the house, but you love when we leave. You a good puppy. You ain't sassy. You don't lick me in the face. That's nasty. Said you a good puppy. You ain't sassy. And you don't lick me in the face. That's nasty. Hey, puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop. Don't stop. Bounce with it. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. All right. Hang on. All right. I want to watch it too with you. Don't stop, don't stop, bounce puppy. Bounce puppy. Bouncing in the box like this. All right, that's enough. That's enough. That dog looks like a Jim Henson Muppet. It's hysterical. I love that so much. I can't get enough of it. Oh my God. All right, yeah, all right. Say you want a revolution, well, you know. By the way, when I was uh, up north, they played, um, Q100 played American Campfire. I should get station owner JC on to talk about that. Everybody loves the American campfire. Okay. This is JC from Q100. Yes, sir. Hey, JC, it's Eric Zane on the podcast. Yes. And so I want to talk to you about something I heard over this past week when I was listening to Q100. All right. Um, let me call you in a little bit when I'm driving to the studio. Oh, for fuck's sake. 
It was only I'm in the middle of working out. Shut the fuck up. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm in the middle of working out. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Everybody loves the American campfire. Um while the uh weekend was going on, we made a trip over to um the grocery store quite a bit. And, you know, I don't I have mixed feelings about this. Well, I, I don't have mixed feelings, but I, I, I got to let you in on something that happened um, between Pooh Bear and some person at the at the grocery store. I'm going to bring her in right now. Oh, shit. What the fuck is wrong with this thing? Hello. Hey. So, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, that was a nice trip up north, right? It was. Okay. I want to focus on, um, there was a trip we made to the grocery store and you were paying for the food and and Kevin was with you, correct? Yes. You had gone to the bathroom. Yeah. I said, Hey, I gotta, I'm going to run to the boys room and I come back and I guess there was a, um, another shopper that was in the line ahead of you and you got into a fight with her yeah she was an asshole she, she was not a nice person well break it down how did this go because i uh, well, i mean because you know it's very dangerous for a person to uh instigate something with you i mean you have the uh, uh, uh you're, you're a fucking irish irish woman <laughs> with red hair and just a fucking i mean if you you're everybody's fine until they're not and if they cross you it's like get the fuck out of the way holy shit right yeah well we, we were at one of those um what do you call it self-checkout lines or whatever yes yes so that's what i was using and i thought she was done bagging like her groceries or whatever but evidently she wasn't so i started my you know i started scanning mine and you know going down the what yeah, you, you were you were yeah. okay. So she had finished, and she was she was like walking away. No, I thought she was. I thought she was like I, I glanced over and I thought, oh, she's putting her last item in the bag. I can start scanning mine. No big deal, right? Because most all of her items are in the bag. She just had to pick up her bag and put it in the cart. Oh, so she had she'd already paid for it. Yes, yes. So I start scanning mine, and all of a sudden I hear, "Can you wait till I'm done?" <laughs> oh no! I go, excuse me. Oh, no, I actually didn't even say excuse me. Actually, I started out really nice. I said, "Oh, I'm sorry." Okay, said, yeah. Uh-huh. Because if she, if you were to say excuse me, that's that is uh, confrontational. But you, you said, "Oh, I'm sorry." Yeah, actually, I said, "I'm sorry," and uh, she goes, "Uh huh," and then she just starts like throwing her bags in her cart. I go, "Wow." Oh, oh, okay. So now she's showing her hand and, and she's and, giving me a dirty look and you know, she's mumbling under her breath. I have no idea what she's saying because she's mumbling. Right, and, right. And know, that's, that's an that actually is touching a nerve. You, you don't like that. No, that was rude. Yeah. So I go, Oh, I said, Oh, we are a little grumpy today. Are we? <laughs> And are we having a bad day? That is so fucking great. When you do that to I, someone, that is so I, awesome. Like, are we having a bad day? Are you, what are you, a grumpy Gus? Yeah. And she, so she starts, like, you know, 
throwing her bags in the cart harder and giving me dirty looks and whatever. And, yeah. and I go, I go, I go, it was a mistake. Relax. And then she starts walking away. I go, okay, bye, witch. And she goes, piss off. Oh, bye, witch. Holy shit, you <laughs> call her a witch? At least I didn't call her a bitch or a <laughs> worse name than that. And she goes, piss off. Piss off. Now, let me ask you something. Was this, you know, the uh, the, the, wi- the women that are in Grayling, they have an appearance. Was she a tourist or was she one of the locals? I think she might have been one of the locals. Okay. Now, I think that because that can be, you know, you never know. You know, if it was a tourist, that's one thing. But if you're going after one of those hill people. I mean, these are these are crazy fucking individuals. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. You know, maybe she was a visitor. I did, I don't think she was. I think she was. You know, uh, shops there regular regularly, and then she and then I she I saw her come back in to put her cart back, and I wanted to. And had I my uh, when I was my turn, something went haywire, so I I had to wait for the guy to come and fix the cash right. register thing or whatever. Right. So I couldn't, I didn't leave when I should have, or, you know, when I could have. Right. I, I had to wait for that. And, but I wanted to go out into the parking lot and just fight her. Oh yeah. So had you seen her, you'd have, you'd have said something nasty. What, what, what did, what did oh, you God. have? What did you have in the chamber? What, what, what were you thinking? Fat twat. Oh. Something like that. <laughs> that's, that was, that's what I would have said because that's what she was. Um, now I come out of the bathroom and to me, it looks normal. It looks, you know, I, I Kevin's stumbling around like a jackass, and you're, you, you, you. I don't know. I, I, you, I, I thought you were frustrated with him or something like yeah. that. No, I was just frustrated with that fat twat. And then she comes back in to drop off her cart, and like, you know what? You are so lucky. My cash register has malfunctioned or whatever, because I would have oh, gone out there fuck. and given peace of my mind. Given a piece of your mind, you say? Okay. <laughs> All right. She, I'm like, seriously though, why why would you get so angry? Because oh, I'm sorry, I started to scan my groceries right, before right. you were, and you get that pissed, really? Can we talk about the emergence of feces streaks on various uh, uh, things that your brother was near? Yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go there. So if I hung up on you and then I went there, is that okay? Yeah, you can do that. I don't want to go there. That's gross. True or false? We saw numerous examples of feces. Yes. Unless the the, the streaks on the bed sheets were tobacco streaks. I don't know, man. I, I You know what we should have done? We should have smelled it. Yeah, you should have done that. No, you should have done that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Now I'm pissed all over again. I'm going to go back up there and fight, find that woman. Fight that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. See ya. I'm going to do my chores now. Yeah, yeah. See ya. Okay, see ya. Bye. Bye. She corners me and she says, uh, Eric, there's feces on the bed. What? Yes, there's feces on the bed. You gotta be fucking kidding me. 
Dinah's brother sleeping on the back bed. We have to climb up into the top thing above where, the, where you drive. <clears throat> and uh, I go there, and uh, it, it looks like there was feces on his hand. And then he, you know. I also had a discussion with her. She said, I think we need to buy him a bidet. And I go, okay. And she goes, yeah, I think he's struggling to uh, wipe his keister. And uh, now what I have learned over the years is that when he needs help, he doesn't ask for it. And then he does it because he's embarrassed. So you just kind of have to do it. And that's how we got to the whole business about me showering him to keep him clean. He cannot do it. He is not capable of doing it. And uh, the arthritis has uh, really fucked up his hands and the spinal cord injury has also fucked up his extremities. They just don't work like yours and mine. So I think he's fucking it up when it comes to ass wiping. All right. And um, so with that as a backdrop, uh, we are starting to have now more of an emergence of feces being wiped in places. So it's on the bed. There's actual shit on the bed. All right. So uh, Diana says, we got to get him up a day. And then you, she goes, you're going to install it and you're going to show him how to, you're going to break the ass. I go, I, I don't have a problem with any of that. I, ever since I started scrubbing that guy's asshole, I now am ready. I can, I, as a caretaker, I don't have any problem with that. And so uh, all those walls, all those barriers are down when it comes to the, the relationship with him. And he's always very, very appreciative of it. And he says to me, my God, Eric, thank you for, so much for helping me with this. And he never asked for that help. I just did it. And so now he's good. So, all right. Um, we think we're going to buy a bidet and install it. And, and then he can take care of himself that way because he's just not doing a bang up job. And now, so we changed the sheets. All right. And we put new sheets on there. And by the end of the trip, the, there was more shit on the bed. So I, I don't understand the mechanism for how the shit is getting on the bed. All I know is that uh, shit should be either in your asshole, it should be on toilet paper, or in a toilet. Uh, the bed is not an appropriate place for shit to be. Now, he also, uh, I had one more shit discovery over the weekend. Okay? Jesse writes, allow me to demonstrate how to use this thing to clean your asshole. And that's exactly what I would do. I said, Kevin, we need a clean asshole. Your asshole is not clean. And what I have noticed that when I clean his asshole in the shower, uh, if you remember when you would take care of your kids, if they could get a diaper rash, if they're exposed to too much uh, moisture and feces and shit like that, he has that. Like where his ass cheeks close, I have to open up his ass and wash it as part of his care, and it's perpetually inflamed. I'm like, I think you have a fucking diaper rash. This is not healthy. You're going to get some type of fucking infection and get sepsis, and then you're going to be in the hospital from uh, uh, asshole. So, uh, yeah, I would absolutely have to tell him, this is how you do this. Um, He bought this nice chair to sit by the fire, and he loves this chair. And so I put the chair away at the end of the night and I notice right where he sits, there's shit on the chair. Like 
three or four streaks where there's shit. And it's like, I'm pretty sure there's shit in your ass. And then it's soaking through your pants onto the chair. I think that's what's happening. So this is all part of taking care of them. I'm all for it. Uh, there is, as we speak, apparently I'm not involved, but I don't know what's going on here, but it looks like some of you Zaniacs are, uh, in a little spat, uh, just by glancing what I see here, I've got belligerence being radio voice, Linda, and then like everyone else, uh, on the other side. Uh, I think maybe it might be Tyler and Linda. I don't know. I I mean, I just I'm just gla- glancing over it, and then some of the it's a lady fight. It's all ladies going at it, and Andrea is involved, and uh, I, I I don't know who else, and I don't know what it is stemming from, but uh, Aram Aram is saying I do find this fighting entertaining. He's not going to lie, so he loves us. So you guys. I suggest that you keep this shit up. This is good for you. Go ahead and get out uh, your grievances and uh, and have at it. Which the idea I say grievances, and that reminds me, one of you came up with an idea that I think is worth exploring, and I haven't quite put the fine point on it. And I'm open to ideas and suggestions as to how we can work this. But the idea was floated about. And a lot of the ideas that I come up with on this show are uh, created by the audience, and I appreciate that. And one of them is a show for Patreon only called The Airing of the Grievances, just like the Seinfeld bit, the Eric Sancho podcast, Airing of the Grievances. And what this would allow would allow all of these wayward souls who are extremely upset at your old pal Eric Zane to voice their displeasure. And what I would do is I would um, uh, open it up to anyone who has a problem with me and it could also it could be any of the people that i I are no longer part of the fold that we could open this up to the dirks of the world for a return to say get off your chest uh what is bothering you you are airing the grievance jim brady uh uh tom uh what's his name tom from gun lake he could be there um bleeding heart brian Anna could be there. We could bring back Anna. And um, if anyone else is upset, this could be a fun, fun, enjoyable time where we air the the Eric Zane Show podcast airing of the grievances. Now, I haven't yet committed to it. I need to know if there's interest because... I don't want to, I could throw this out to uh, Dean. Dean would want to get on this. He is, we are, we are splitsville. It's over. Uh, Nick would love to, he, I I can't speak for Nick, but I, if he'd want, he could be there and air his grievance. How fantastic would that be? It'd be an opportunity to get, would Freebeer get an invite? Yes. Yes. I would love to have any member from my past lives. But I am not going to reach out to them. That would involve you all reaching out to them. Okay? But they I'm telling you, they don't want anything to do with this. But we don't need them. We've got 
enough dissent here now. Okay? So, I think it's important then to, uh, for you all who are in the group, there is some in an exploratory uh, exploratory mission uh, to go ahead and ask those people that I named if they would be the uh, interested in coming back for a one time one time Zoom on Patreon only for the airing of the grievances. Now Kent says, "Let's not bring Anna back." Well, you see. No, you have to. You must be fair. Okay? That is the point. They can come back and air the problems that they have, and maybe they'll feel better. I don't know. I can't speak for these souls. I want you all to say, hey, approach this, would you? And they'll say no or yes. Yes, I would. Because no. if it's all no, well, then I, why bother? You know? Um, I wake six, one, six. I think that's Kyler says, can this be a weekend thing? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, um, I, I did this again. This is the early stages of it. It's the first I've ever mentioned of it. And I don't know for sure if it's going to happen. Let's not put the cart before the horse. We need to find out if these hurt people. Oh, Adam, the odd. Remember Adam, the odd. Oh boy. He is hurt. He would, if he wanted to air his grievances, he could seriously drop the hammer and then we discuss it now would we be able to do all of this in one show i don't know um it might be several airing of the grievances shows that might have to take place it might be the grievance errors are on and then we draw their names out all right are you ready here you go so and so it's your turn air your grievances Chronic Mayhem writes, hurt is code for they are pussies. Wow. Okay. Kenny writes, I still think it's funny that they want to call me thin skin, but hey, I'm still here. Oh, shit. Tyler says, uh, they don't need to. Nick will share it with them. LOL. No, unfortunately, Nick is gone. All right. Kyler says, I just want to get drunk and watch. Kyle says, everyone should get a vote. And if you're not wearing pink on Wednesday, you can't sit with us. I don't know what that means. I don't think that applies to what I'm talking to. All right. So the idea of airing of the grievances. And the thing is, in the airing of the grievances, you don't have to have a grievance with me. You could have a grievance with one of the other audience members. Some of you audience members are fighting amongst you right now. And that is, I mean, that's all fair game. It would have to be, right? I guess Kyle gave me a Mean Girls reference. I don't know what the fuck that means. That's as bad as writing a song lyric. The fuck is wrong with you? All right. So I'm throwing it out there on an exploratory uh, way about this. There has been some discussion that the uh, 
Boomer Bunker and the Boomer Bunker Facebook group is anti-Eric Zane. And uh, John writes, I just want to say that that is not, nor would it ever be an Eric bashing group, not as long as I'm part of it. I'm an Eric fan. And I believe that. I, I, I wouldn't think that to be true in any way, shape, or form. That is counterintuitive. Um, and I like John. I like John a lot. I like John and Bob. We are, uh, we are, we have no issue whatsoever. Hell, I was the one who introduced you all to him. So now we're on the same page. It's cool. I get you. I think a lot of you are making this out to be whatever it is. And I don't know, because again, no one's talked to me about this, uh, to be more than what it really is. You know, uh, if, if there's ever been a problem that's gone on on the show, I, it, it's to me, it just goes away like a fart in the wind and that's it. By the way, Jamingo is now a, uh, a writing partner of mine. Uh, we are now writing jokes together uh, for the upcoming roast of Carl and Vinny Paulino, September 17th in Rochester, New York, which I am considering actually going to. All right. And so John said, I love writing roast jokes. Can I help write? And I'm like, well, yeah, fuck yes. You can help write. I would love to have the help writing. I've already started, by the way, John. So, and you know what? I'll tell you first off, if your jokes suck dick, I'm not going to use them. So you better bring your A game because if they're shitty, I'm just going to say, John, these jokes suck dick and you're not going to be hurt. But I think uh, they will be fine because I like your wit. You're a troublemaker. You always have been. So there you go. But anyway, concerning the airing of the grievances, someone says, who would the moderator be? I don't know. We cannot take step B when we have not yet taken step A. And step A is, do we have grievances to air? Now, probably not, because the people who air grievances, they are hurt. And they're hurt so much that I doubt they would want anything to do with it. But whatever. So I'm just throwing it out there. You have an opportunity to air your grievance to all of those hurt souls for whatever it is that you are hurt over. Seen various ideas to moderate. Could be Jamingo. I don't know. Maybe. Kyle from Dumpster Divers could be involved. Stu McAllister could be involved. Ben Glaze. I don't know. Just let the word proliferate amongst all of your friends and your subgroups and whatever it may be. Have at it. I am offering this possibility to you children. There. What do you think of that? All right. Finally, I am going to get to uh, that post on Zaniacs United. Zaniacs United is uh, a Facebook fan page uh, that has been around for years. And 
There was something that caused an eyebrow to be raised over the weekend, and it needs to be addressed. Now, I also need to inform you that um, I have done a terrible job of actually sticking to the plan on this show today because there's been so much to talk about, and there usually is when I come back from vacation that pretty much all of the things that I wrote down to talk about are out the window. I haven't talked about them, and that's fine. Sometimes you kind of just go with what's uh, what's vibing, I guess. Yeah, that's right. I said vibing. Um, but just know that I'll be having these stories on my Patreon um, that I wanted to get to, including an interaction that I had with the NFK about safety and him uh, and the fire pit. And my God, you would not believe it, but... Uh, I've gotten so behind today that I have yet another gigantic swath of sponsors. I normally like to only give you two or three at a time, but since there's been so much to discuss on the show today, I have, um, haven't been able to focus on it. So what I'm telling you is sit tight and enjoy these because you never know if something ridiculous is going to happen. Do not bounce forward on the audio podcast from the ads. You gotta listen. It's very important. Because then I cannot tell you about Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. We're having a car show August 25th. I want you there. Irvine's.com. That's E-R-V-I-N-E-S. Irvine's.com for any vehicle repair, scheduled maintenance, or if just something goes kablooey, any domestic, European, or Asian vehicle. Irvine's.com in West Michigan. 616-532-6600. You can drop it off ahead of time. Early bird drop-off. You can pick it up after hours. They got a little lockbox. They give you a code. You pick it up. Boom. Any issue at all with your car. Um, They are the experts in West Michigan on hybrid technology and electric vehicle technology. If that's your thing, I suggest a hybrid car. Great, great car. And um, when the dealerships get in the weeds, they call upon Irvine's. Irvine's Irvine's.com. The heating and cooling expert is Joe Martinez. A&E heating and cooling. Hey, I tell you what. He's part of the Latino Army. You got T.O. in South Dakota. You got Joe Martinez. And now Paco Hernandez is part of the group. 616-516-8579. I apologize if I'm leaving any of you Latinos out. Make yourselves be known here. Special love to all of my Latino and Latina sisters and brothers. 616-516-8579. You need any work done on your heating and cooling equipment. If you need a new furnace or air conditioner installed, they're going to install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners too. Oh my God, I forgot about Mario Flores. He's part of the Latino network of Eric Zancho podcast supporters slash listeners. Mario, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. I am in tight with the local Latino business community. Mario can get you a mortgage from anywhere in the U.S., wherever you are, with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii, 231-332-6505. So, whether your credit is outstanding, which this will be an easy process, or a little wonky, uh, might uh, take a little bit more elbow grease to get that done, Mario is ready to work with you. 
honestly, some of you, I swear to God, yes, it's it could happen where you just can't get a mortgage right now. Mario is the type of guy that's like, all right, yes, your credit is super shitty right now, but I'm going to help you get it to being just a little shitty so we can get you a loan. Do this, this, and this. Uh, eliminate this debt and uh, let these bad marks in your credit score drop off. Let's reconvene in 14 months. 14 months passes. Okay, your credit score still sucks dick, but I can get you a loan. It's a dickhead loan at about 9% interest, but I can get you uh, out of that slumlord house and into your own home. And then 15 months later, if you paying on time and not being a deadbeat, we're going to refi at about 7 so you're, you're improving your credit score. For God's sake, call Mario, 231-332-6505. Okay, I swear to God, three more and that's it. And then I got to address uh, this post on Zaniacs United from this weekend, which, my God, holy shit. The Kent County Health Department encourages you to go to their website, accesskent.com slash health and check out what they have going on over there. If you live in Kent County, Michigan, and you're getting ready to get your kids to go back to school, I hate even talking about that right now, but that's true. Uh, They must be up to date on immunizations. If you cannot afford the immunizations, the Kent County Health Department will work with you to make sure that your child gets those. For any and all vaccinations, measles, mumps, rubella, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, the Gardasil vaccine to ensure that your uh, your daughter does not get cervical cancer. My God. All at your fingertips. The WIC program. Uh, you pay into it your whole life. If you're having trouble keeping the family fed, take advantage of the WIC program today. And also, if you need any type of HIV testing, all there at the Kent County Health Department. Access Kent.com slash health. TC. <coughs> God. <coughs> oh, God, that's terrible. TC Paintball with Rick, that asshole from TC Paintball. Friday, it's trigger time with Rick. It's coming back. Boy, we started that bit at a terrible time because then he came down with COVID. And then he went to like, first he went to his paintball event, caught COVID from one of his dickhead paintball teammates. And then they lost again like they do all the time. It's America's worst paintball team. And then they come back. He's got COVID. What an asshole. And uh, now he's back. Everything's good. TC Paintball. If you want to get over to there, uh, you can drop in during the week. Schedule a party on Saturday. TCPaintballGR.com. Fully stocked pro shop. What a great attraction playing paintball is. Wednesday is Ladies Day and Little League Day for the kids. The kids are sitting around all summer. They're doing nothing. They're getting fat. They're playing video games like assholes. Uh, bring together the love of video games to the real life and actually moving and enjoying themselves. Get the adrenaline pumping. My God, they'll have so much fun. Book a party at TC Paintball. Last, but certainly not least, my friends at Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. They are awesome. Love them so much. Okay. If you need anything, concerning it and you have a small or medium-sized business it's important to consider blue frost it because you cannot afford an it department but you can afford the cost to have a great company like blue frost it supervise all of your tech they are awesome thank you to blue frost it all right 
I want to get, I want to address this, a post that was made on Zaniacs United. And I'm going to show it right now. I have uh, a screenshot of it, and I wanted to explain what is going on here. How frustrating is this? And you're like, wait, what? It's a wonderful picture. Look at this. This was taken one year ago. And if you're just listening to the audio podcast, I'll link it up so you can check it out. I forgot the name of this bar. Surf City? Is that what it's called? Right in Jersey City? This was an amazing weekend. Left to right. That is Kate. Then me. Then the Queen of the Forest. Then Boy Crazy Jackie. Boy Crazy Jackie's boyfriend. Matt B. Matt B's better half. I forget her name. Kristen? Kirsten? I don't know. Can can anybody help me out? I forget. She's so quiet and sweet that, you know. Holy crap. Anyway. This was an amazing time. Look at this group. Yeah, I don't know if Jack Amanda, that's her name. Is her name Amanda? Yeah, it's Amanda. Sorry, Amanda. Sorry, Matt. Side note, I am marrying that couple. I am driving to Pennsylvania, not this coming November, but next November to marry these two. They are engaged. Matt, longtime listener, great supporter. Uh, Jackie, I don't know if Jackie... See, I call her boy crazy Jackie because every time I check her out on Facebook, there's like some new dude. So I don't know. I'm assuming she's still with dude. Uh, Boy Crazy Jackie, she lived in New Jersey, and then she uh, fell in love with Zaniacs. And then she actually came to Michigan to, to have sex with them. And so there were several Zaniacs that she had sex with, and then she went back to New Jersey to have sex with those men. I think I need to bring her in to actually get the lowdown on what's going on. I think that's a great idea. Don't! Okay. Hold on. Oh. Uh Uh-oh, boy. Okay, hang on. Jesus, come on, phone. Hello. Hey, is this Jackie? Yes. Jackie, you're on the podcast. It's Eric. Hello. How are you? Never better. How are things in your world? Pretty good. Can't complain. I'm calling you. Working two jobs, you know. You're working two jobs? Okay. And you're still in Jersey? No, I'm in Pennsylvania. (sighs) Even worse. Wait a minute. Okay, now hold on a second. I don't want to get ahead of us here. Because following your schematic is is incredible. Um, I'm looking at a picture of you from one year ago when we were at uh, Surf City or whatever the hell it was in Jersey City. I'm just looking at the picture, and you're with yeah. and you're with Dude. And I got to discussing how uh, your nickname is Boy Crazy Jackie because there's been a lot of boys over the years. There hasn't been a lot. 
Wait a not minute. Not a lot. Wait Let's a not minute. get ahead of ourselves. Didn't you uh at when you didn't you come from Jersey to Michigan because you were boy crazy? Um I came to Michigan from Jersey because of my divorce. Right, but there was a boy in waiting <laughs> for you, yes? <laughs> yes, Tim. Tim Bridles, yes. Oh, okay, I wasn't going to say the name, but okay, great. No big deal. But then um, you eventually went back and you met someone new in Jersey. Well, he's not new. He was my high school sweetheart. And the, it's the dude with the curly hair, right? Yes, you're still together. You're still together. Yeah. You're settling down. Um, I'm trying to. Ah! I don't know about him. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, this is joyful then. That is wonderful. Why in the world did you go to Pennsylvania and why is that worse? So he lived in Pennsylvania. He's he's lived in Pennsylvania for a long time. We're both from New Jersey, but I'd like to get back to New Jersey, but we're in Pennsylvania right now and um, it's worse because it's boring. They oh. always say you can take the jersey, you can take the girl out of Jersey, but you can't take the jersey out of the girl. You know what I mean? Okay, so you want to oh. be like, you know, at the beach, uh, you know, whatever, flirting with guys, grabbing a handful of dick, whatever it may be. <laughs> uh, something like that. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to say hi. I wanted to make sure everything's on the up and up. Yes, we are good. Thank you so much for calling. I miss you. And hello, everybody. You're the best, Jackie. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Bye. JC in the afternoon from Q100. How are you? Eric Zane, how are you, sir? I'm well. How was the workout? It was great. I, why, why, why do you think I stay in such uh, wonderful shape? I know, man. You're as, big, you're as strong as an ox. Well, you got to be running that thing. My God. Hey, did you hear that the guy who sold you the radio station, Bill, has he's trying to sell that fucking restaurant in town? Oh yeah, that's been going on for a long time. Anyway, no one, no one. I, I just can you imagine if I bought it? <laughs> uh, I would love it if you bought it. All right, I want to I want to discuss with you the song "American Campfire" by Ted Nugent. Yes, sir. That's a piece of shit song. <laughs> okay and i heard it like several times over the weekend you guys are like diving into that well i'm not my weekend dj is that would be uh big bird big bird that would be the roadrunner the roadrunner but he calls doesn't he call himself big bird he calls himself whatever you know the big bird in the q cage he, he does and he even said when you hear the song american campfire you can win a ted nugent cd yes ted's office gave me a bunch of cds now isn't that fantastic that you have america's only free form radio station that there are no other radio stations in america like yours uh, i'm sure there are but i haven't heard them I have not heard them. I mean, you you boast of a playlist that numbers in the three to four, five thousand uh, a song list range, right? Is there anything you won't play? Well, yes, it, it, the, the playlist has its limits, but sometimes they get stretched with requests and confusion on some of our DJs' parts on what we should actually be playing. And I think that's what makes it special. I heard you play, you were doing duets on your Friday show, and you played Jackson by um, Johnny and June Carter Cash. In it, And I, it was just so 
fucking sweet. I can't stress enough how great that was. Three different requests for the song. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you are, no one in radio plays requests. That is, that is uh, uh, something that um, is a bygone era. And I don't know why, because I sure like the way that station sounds, JC. Well, thank you, Easy. The, um, yeah, that was, you know, when we were deciding on what to do with the format, when we first bought the stations from Bill Gannon, he was playing some syndicated country. And, Cheryl and I didn't really decide right away what we would do with the stations. And we're like, well, we can't stay with this. I said, well, because of my knowledge of rock and roll from writing with Bam and all of that. Right. Rolling Stone used to own Rolling Stone. Everybody knows that. Is that right? Yeah. (laughs) I Uh, sold it for way less than I should have. Okay, well, that's awesome. And everybody, if they ever want to go, they can go check out the Q100 app, download it, and then you can listen to the radio station wherever you want because obviously a lot of people listen to the podcast are in different are, are not in northern Michigan, which they should be, but uh, it, it, being that it is God's country, uh, I, 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 I tell you what, you guys are awesome over there. You do an awesome job. Well, thank you, Eric Zane. Thank you for joining us when the, uh, with you the Zane Asylum. Every uh, Sunday at midnight. Yes. It's, uh, it's got a following of 10s or 20s. <laughs> More than the podcast. Thank you, JC. <laughs> All right. Okay, see you, buddy. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, the guy out on the weekend, Roadrunner, is his own dude, and he plays that fucking American campfire song. Holy shit. Uh, I like Jackie talking about boy cra- not being boy crazy. All right. Anyway, the point of bringing up this post was this. Jackie does hard eyes because she loves me. Maureen says, happy birthday, Eric. That's nice. The Ron writes, Eric is super fat. No way he will be in shape for the race. And... Okay, my first thought is, that's fat? The way I look in this picture is fat? Matt says, oh yeah, but this picture was taken about a year ago, so he may look a lot different from this. And I'm like, well. And then V-Ron writes, it doesn't matter. He is fat as shit. I'm glad everybody feels so comfortable that they can just indict me on this level. I had to roll with it. Now, I wanted to lash out. I wanted to tell them to die. I wrote, ha ha, I'm actually fatter now, which is true, which is why when you see me, you see the fat chins. My chin is so fat. Matt says, Eric, you fat fuck, old man. Love you, buddy. And I wrote love back. But I got to admit, it hurt a little. It hurt a little. Alan says happy birthday. Eva May says happy birthday. And Saul's mom says happy birthday, Eric. And that is it. My God. 
That was a great time. And now I look back on it. And here I am standing in front of this loaf of bread. I probably turned around and started eating it. Which, by the way, as I indicated to you, uh, when you're on a trip, calories don't count. Remember that cast iron uh, uh, lodge Dutch oven I was telling you about? You, you spray the inside of it with nonstick spray, and you have these um, uh, rolls that they're the kind that are round. They look like little rocks. And then when they thaw, they like rise. Well, you open them up and then they, they're thawing. But before they start to rise, you cut them with like kitchen shears. Each one of those, you cut each one into four. You quarter it. You put it all into the pot. And then they're all sitting there kind of half frozen like, hey, what are you going to do with this? Then you take a half cup of butter and you melt it. All right. Then you add Italian seasoning and garlic salt and you pour it all over that bread you wash your hands, and then you blend it perfectly. Then you add a half cup of matz, and then you blend that in with it, and then you put it on 17 coals on the bottom and 24 coals on the top for one hour. And it they're uh, uh, straight off the fire uh, Italian uh, bread bites. Last five minutes, you put another half cup of Mott's in there, put the lid back on it, and then uh, you got to have a certain grabber to be able to grab the lid off. You can't just grab it with your hand because you'll burn your fucking hand. Anyway, when you take that lid off and you get that stuff out of there, it, it's just a game changer. It's absolute bedlam how good those uh, garlic cheesy pizza bites are. Oh, holy shit. Wycon Rob says he's still he or she is still waiting for the Eric Zancho podcast cookbook. <coughs> I don't have time for that shit. I wish I did. Maybe when I retire one day. Which, by the way, 15 years from now till the retirement, we are now 15 years away from it. It's going to be age 67, maybe 67 and a half, maybe 68 by the time I get to be that age. I don't know. It's nearly 4,000 shows from now. Okay. Asshole of the day. Today. Brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. By the way, thank you to JM Synthetics. Um, Jason Mays is just a sweetheart of a soul. When he heard about um, the great Zaniac exodus of 2022, you know, uh, I ask people for a five or ten dollar donation on Patreon to get all that content. That's what I ask for. Um, you, but you can put whatever you price you want on it. It's up to you. He put fifty dollars a month down. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Uh, you are you are too good to me. That is, he goes, I don't, I want to make up for what's happening to you, and I'm like, oh my god, you're so sweet. Um. So there you go. And that's that's worth mentioning that he, of course, being a small business at JM Synthetics, uh, definitely reach out to uh, jmsynthetics.com when you want to purchase any Amsoil products. You guys are awesome. I appreciate that. Uh, asshole of the day, what are we going to do? Um, 
Okay. Um, I got an idea. I I know it sucks. I should have done this ahead of time. You know, you got to go with the fact that that lady was challenging the queen of the forest at the grocery store. Uh, uh, not a good move. So uh, brought to you by TC Paintball and Jam Synthetics. The Hilljack bitch in Grayling is your asshole of the day today. Congratulations to you. All right. Uh, Brady fan 420. I'm curious. I haven't seen you in a while. I see you there now. There was a time when you sent me, God, a crazy ass thing. On, you could be in the airing of the grievances. Um, let's see. Where is it? Let's see. So Twitch isn't free anymore. I think he's referring to a time when I was tinkering with the settings. And uh, I think if you went to watch the replay of it, it wouldn't do it unless you were subscribed, which is not the way it is. It was like, it did that for like one day before I made the change. So Twitch isn't free anymore. Brady fan 420 wrote. And then he followed it up with, well, see you around, Zane. Good luck with your live shit show. <laughs> I'm not paying to watch this live. What the fuck? And so I was like, oh, my God. That is a microcosm of my life. That right there. I was like, wait, what? Huh? And then I wrote, uh, incorrect. It's free. I'm confused. Uh, I think there was something toggled that shouldn't have been toggled. He, he never wrote back, but I kept the receipt. So I just wanted to point that out. It's like, wait, wait a minute here. Uh, what, 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 what happened there? Can you, can you give me some insight and, and how is it that you're back? Uh, what, what's going on in your noggin anonymous soul? I've got you for a minute. Do you think maybe you could shed some light as to uh, what's happening to you? I'm in kind of like this weird state of flux. So I'm always interested in what happened to cause you to write such a terrible comment like that. Well, what, what did I really do to you that made you say such a terrible thing? I still love you. I'm glad you're here enjoying the show. Uh, make yourself comfortable. But what the fuck happened to you? Holy shit. Okay, uh, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for your support. Your continued support and your past support. I welcome new listeners. Join me on Patreon in a little bit. Thank you for being here, though.